Welcome to the Christian Bay where Christ and culture connects. Grab your journal. You are watching a master at work. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Christian Bay TV where Christ and culture connects. If you're listening to the podcast, welcome to the podcast. Today is going to be another duo episode, which means that you can either watch it here on YouTube or you can listen to it here on Apple iTunes. So today when I was doing my quiet time, God dropped something in my spirit and I really wanted to share it with you guys because if he dropped it in my spirit, I'm pretty sure there's somebody else out there who needs to hear this. And what God said in my quiet time was that there are some promises and some blessings that he has for us that will not be released until we speak. So when it comes to speaking, I feel like a lot of times we feel like we can't talk about something until it happens but with god it's the opposite there's blessings and different things that he has stored up for you in heaven in the spiritual realm and he needs you to use your mouth and release it so that it can be activated here on earth in the physical realm so you cannot let the enemy keep you mute you cannot let the enemy keep you bound to your circumstances if you always look at your circumstances you will always be in your circumstances you have to speak above where you currently are you have to speak ahead you have to speak forward okay i just started college but i'm going to graduate okay i just got in this relationship but i'm moving towards marriage you need to speak what it is that you want to come to pass on earth so that god can release it in the spiritual realm and it can make its way down to earth it says in the word that the word became man god literally spoke us into existence so if he's speaking us into existence what more can we speak into existence you have to understand that life or death is in the power of your tongue so you need to watch what you say watch the words that you say are you producing life with what you're speaking or are you tearing down your future because you're only keeping your words confined to what you currently see okay you work in a part-time job now but in two three years from now you could be the owner of the company if you speak it you have to realize that when you speak something it registers in your mind and your mind begins to produce thoughts that align with the words that you just said it's not just about speaking to speak carelessly there's no such thing as speaking carelessly everything that you say produces something whether it's in your heart whether it's in your mind or whether it's in the heart of others your words have fruit connected to them so what are your words producing not only what are your words producing are you using your authority that you've been blessed with you have to understand i always say to you guys that you are the son of a king you are the daughter of a king and with that being said you have certain privileges when you speak things move that's what you have to begin to think of yourself as as royalty because you are royalty so if you were blue ivy let's think about blue ivy because y'all need examples and tangible things so let's imagine that you were blue ivy and beyonce and jay-z is your mom if blue ivy says i want a blue pony she knows that it's a whole team full of people getting to work to make it happen because of who her father is who her mother is who your father is is god and he's higher than beyonce or jay-z he owns all of this he has authority over all of this and he wants us to know that if we want something and it's for our good if it's according to his will which is going to be our good anyways if it's in god's will it's for our good so if it's for his will or for our good and we want that thing the minute that we speak it he dispatches an 
army to allow, to begin to cause things to shift according to that word you just spoke. But if you're not speaking anything, then that's why you're not seeing anything. You need to open your mouth and begin to declare and command what you want to come to pass. Don't allow your circumstances or what you see in the physical eye to keep you bound to the now. God has big plans for you in the future, but he's waiting on you to realize all that's in store for you. Do you not know the promises that I have for you? Do you not know that I have abundance stored up for you? Why aren't you asking for it? Why don't you want it? Why don't you believe that I'm your father and I'm going to take care of you? Why don't you believe that you are royalty? And when you speak, things shift. When you speak, things change. When you speak, something must happen in the spiritual realm and then the physical realm. We sometimes sit and think that when we pray, that's just the end. Your prayers are activators. When you your prayers are activators. When you pray for something, it just activated a movement in the spiritual realm and God is getting stuff aligned if he don't already have it aligned. Nine times out of ten, he already has it aligned because he knows the desires of your heart. He's just waiting on you to get enough faith to say that thing. I'm thinking it in my head. I'm feeling it in my heart. But it's something that's activated when I say it. That lets God know that you not only feel it and want it, but you believe that he can bring it to pass. God's word tells us to put him to the test. Test him. Test him and see, God, I feel like I'm supposed to start a business. What's going to happen if I get it started? What? What? You know what? I'm not even going to sit here and just think about the what ifs. I'm going to get it started. And I'm talking to you about it first. So because I'm talking to you about it first, I'm letting you know that I think this thought is from you. And if this thought is from you, then I need you to back me up because I'm about to move. I'm about to get some stuff shaking. And when you do that, God says, oh, good. Now I got something that I can work with. God says, oh, good. Now she's giving me some wiggle room. There's no wiggle room in your current circumstances with you sitting where you currently are. That's just nothing. That's just stagnant. Begin to move. Make something shake. Make room for God to make a miracle happen. We get so used to the normal that we don't even know that God wants to produce miracles through us. So in order to get an unusual miracle, you have to do some unusual things. Okay, I'm bound to not having a car, but you know what? I'm going to start planning some meetings. And God, this is giving you room to make a way of transportation for me to get there. If it's in your will, you're going to make something happen for me to get to point A to point B. I don't know what the in-between is, but I know that you placed this desire in my heart. So I'm going to step out and start making plans and wait for you to send the preparation that you already have aligned with the promise that you put in my heart in the first place. We must begin to understand that God is a God that works with us. We quote, faith without works is dead, but we don't really understand the full meaning of it. Don't just have faith for that thing. Speak that thing. Plan that thing. Prepare for that thing. Get to moving on that thing before it's come to pass so that the spiritual realm can just drop it into the physical in a place where you've already prepared for it. I can't receive abundance if my, in my business if I don't start it. I can't receive breakthrough in an area that I once received lack if I don't start putting something in motion. You have to begin, not only begin, you have to speak it and then begin to have some actions behind that thing because that's how you create room for God to move. I didn't even plan to go on that little tangent like that. I don't know. I don't know where it came from. But the book that I was reading this morning is the book of Luke. 
And in Luke, I was reading chapter 4, verse 31 through 37. And it's this subtitle, Jesus Drives Out an Impure Spirit. And what it talks about is I highlighted some points, and I'm just going to read the highlighted points for you guys. You can go back and read the whole thing on your own, but I'm going to summarize it for you. So the highlighted points that I have is that Jesus, on the Sabbath, he taught some people. And they were amazed at his teachings because his words had authority. And this is what started the download into my spirit that God released to me this morning. That they were amazed because his words had authority. Now the first thing that I realized was that Jesus was speaking on the Sabbath. A day that you're supposed to rest. So in order for God to do whatever he was doing, Jesus had to be okay with being outside of the norm. He had to be okay with going against the law. You're not supposed to be speaking on the Sabbath. So who knows what backlash he received from trying to do that. But regardless of what backlash, it doesn't even talk about that because that, that, that doesn't even matter. That's what we don't realize. When God tells you to do something or when God places something on your heart, what people have to say about it does not matter. That's why God never addresses it. So why do you? They didn't even address if anybody had something to say or what they said because at the end of the day, the only thing that will stand is God's word. So if he said speak on the Sabbath, you're speaking on the Sabbath. If he said start the business with no money, you're starting the business with no money. If he said plan the meeting with without knowing how you're going to get there, plan the trip without knowing how you're going to pay for the flight, plan the trip. What people say in the in-between doesn't matter. All you know is God gave you a word. So Jesus clearly got a word to speak on the Sabbath, and that's just what he did. So it says that on the Sabbath, he taught the people, and they were amazed at his teaching because his words had authority. And when I read that, it made me think that, okay, so everyone else who wasn't speaking on the Sabbath but were teachers, I'm assuming their words did not have authority. Because if you have teachers who words have authority, why are you highlighting that Jesus' words have authority? What's so special about his words having authority if everyone's words have authority? And it's because everyone's words does not have authority. That's why they highlighted it. If you read the contemporary English version, it says his words had power and they were able to recognize it. What I want you guys to understand is that when God calls you to do something, one is going to go against the norm. But even though it goes against the norm, I need you to understand that it's going to be laced in authority. It's going to be laced in power. Jesus did it on the Sabbath, but it had power. So though it didn't look like the world wanted it to look, because the world would say, don't preach on the Sabbath. It did not go against the, it did not go with the knowledge of this world. It went against it. And with it going against it, it came with a new level of power and authority that they had never seen before. So if God is calling you to do something that does not match the blueprint of this world, does not look like anything that you've ever seen before, understand that if he's calling you to do it, in a new way, in a crazy looking way, in an unusual way, it's going to have unusual power and unusual authority with it, attached to it, laced around it, that people will not be able to deny that there is something special about this. This is hitting different. This doesn't feel like anything I've ever experienced before. And I know it doesn't look like what I'm used to. I know it's on the Sabbath and it's not supposed to be, but it's laced with authority, so it got my attention. 
that's what I want you guys to understand. Do not get caught up with the blueprint of this world and what other people are doing or how other people say you should do it. They don't know the anointing and the authority that God has on your life and on your actions. So the only word, the only permission, the only validation that you need to seek is the word of God. And you need to be okay with being set apart. You need to be okay with being a servant on the Sabbath. When you continue reading the verse, it says, in the synagogue, there was a man possessed by a demon and an impure spirit. He cried out at the top of his voice, telling Jesus to go away. I'm just paraphrasing now. He was telling Jesus to go away. Jesus said, be quiet and demanded the demon or commanded the demon to come out of the man that it was speaking through because it was a spirit. So Jesus commanded it to come out. And verse 36 is the next verse that I highlighted. And it says, all the people were amazed and said to each other, what words these are with authority and power he gives orders to impure spirits and they come out and the news about him spread throughout the surrounding area now when i read that i wanted to read it in another translation to really understand what they were saying and the contemporary um translation says what kind of teaching is this he has power to order evil spirits out of people this is something that they had never experienced before. And that goes back to the miracles that I told you guys God wants to produce through you. He wants to do something that people have never seen before. But first, you must be okay with moving on the Sabbath. You must be okay with breaking a little bit of rules of this world. You must be okay with looking strange because you're not doing things according to the way that the world says you could or doing it the way that people says you could. That's the first thing you have to understand is you have to be okay with looking strange. And then after you're okay with looking strange, people will begin to see that there's some type of anointing and authority attached to your strange behavior. Even though it's nothing they've never seen before, it's something special about it because it got their attention. It's something special about it because they see the power that's moving through that thing that you're doing that has never been seen before. The strange things, the anointed things, those are the things that produce miracles. So when these people saw what Jesus was doing and how he was speaking with authority, they said, what kind of teaching is this? What type of words are those that he's saying that has this type of power and authority? And when you be okay with being set apart, and when you allow God to anoint your new behavior that's never been seen before, people will begin to say, what type of power does she have? What type of anointing does she have that she's able to activate purpose in others? What type of power does she have that she's able to heal the hearts of the brokenhearted? What type of power does he have that he's able to uplift the nations? I've never seen this before. He's doing it in a way that's never been done before. She's moving in a way that I've never experienced before, but I know that it has to be God because I'm seeing some type of authority in her voice. I'm seeing anointing in her actions. You have to be okay with being set apart and being different if you really want to produce miracles, if you want to be a powerhouse, if you want to have have a powerhouse ministry you have to be okay with being different because that is where your destiny is attached to in the differences in the things that does not align with the word world and does not look like what people have experienced before that is where you activate the anointing that God has placed within you when it comes down to Jesus speaking on that Sabbath and being the one that's set apart being the one that's different he had to be there to speak on that day. Jesus had the authority and the power needed to call that spirit out of that man. 
I purpose I personally do not believe that anybody else could have called that spirit out. It had to be Jesus and it had to be done on the Sabbath. The things that God wants you to do, it has to be done in an unusual way to produce unusual miracles so that people can see that you serve an unusual God. You can't predict what God is about to do in my life. You can't try to trace out and figure him out. His word says that his thoughts and his ways are far beyond ours. So what I'm doing may not make sense to you, but that's because this blessing that I'm going to receive will not make sense to you either. Jesus had to be the one that was set apart because there was a demon that needed to be addressed on the Sabbath. And everyone that was following the rules of the world, they would have never been able to call out that demon because they was bound by people bondage, bound by the law. They could not operate through the spirit and with what God wanted them to do because they were worried about religion. They were worried about rules and whatever whatever the world said they should be focusing on but Jesus because he was operating in the spirit God was able to use him to reach a demon that was there on the Sabbath that demon did not expect someone to be there to call him out because the speakers are not going to speak on the Sabbath they're going to follow the rules you have to understand that Satan knows how we move Satan knows the plans of this world and he can maneuver and he can move around because if you're stuck in a box of rules he can just operate outside of that box but God does not, he cannot be contained in the box. You cannot control God. You cannot box him in. He moves how he wants to move and he calls certain vessels to be rule breakers to go out and reach the places that other people cannot reach. Jesus was the one that needed to be there to come face to face with that demon and call it out. He had the authority. He had the power. But most of all, he had the boldness to go and do what everyone else would not do because they were stuck and bound by the Sabbath. Do not allow rules and regulations by formed by man-made people to keep you confined from what God has for you. It was Jesus' boldness and his obedience to the Holy Spirit that led to him calling out that spirit in that man and allowing people to see an amazing man of authority allowing people to see how god moves you are that one as well god wants to do the same thing through you he wants to use you to reach new levels of purpose he wants to use you to make new miracles happen here on earth but you cannot be confined or boxed in by the opinion of others or by the rules of religion he wants his holy spirit to move freely through you so that he can produce power authority and miracles in you if you're listening to my podcast series this series is how to have a powerhouse ministry and with having a powerhouse ministry you have to be a powerhouse person so i wanted to get on here and let you guys know that in order to be a powerhouse you must have a higher level of authority a higher level of anointing a higher level of power that cannot be confined or boxed in by this world and this world's opinions rules or regulation and that's what jesus showed us i don't care if it's the sabbath i'm going to give this word i don't care if it's done in a way that nobody has ever seen before god is calling me there for a reason so today i challenge you to 
also be sensitive to the Holy Spirit and allow God to maneuver it within you whatever way he wants to. Do not be confined or bound by rules because God does not care about the knowledge of this world. His word tells us that he makes a fool of this world's knowledge over and over again and that's what he did on that day. That man needed to be freed from that spirit. That spirit needed to come out and no other speaker would have called it out because they were bound by the rule of the Sabbath. But Jesus was there. Jesus was anointed to be there. He had the authority and the power to be there and that's why that spirit was called out and that's why those people were amazed because they got to experience God's power. They got to see it firsthand and I'm 100% certain that they left that place becoming more faith-filled and they were definitely believers because they experienced it. God wants you to reach people in that same way. He wants you to cause people to have more faith with your actions, with your words, with the authority that you speak with, with the power that your words are laced with. So you have to be willing to be set apart so that he can use you to set a new standard on this earth and allow people to see the miraculous, the, the miraculous allow people to see the marvelous wonders and miracles that he can produce through his vessels if his vessels will stay free from people bondage and rules and regulations guys do not be bound or locked down or controlled by people allow god's holy spirit to guide you and lead you to new paths and doing things new ways because in the different is where your destiny is buried it's okay to be set apart it's okay to not look like others it's okay for your business to be not ran like others it's okay to speak differently i'm i stumble over my words sometimes and guess what that's okay because this word is still going to get out there's still someone that needs to be encouraged that needs to be reached with the way that i talk so i cannot compare myself to other people because that will keep me bound and keep me away from destiny you have to be confident in the way that God made you and the thoughts and the ideals that he has given you because there's something that needs to be defeated there's a Goliath that you are the David to defeat Jesus was the David to that spirit of Goliath it had to come out and he was anointed with the authority and the power to do it on the day that it's never usually done what is God calling you to do that's never usually done that difference is your destiny Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of the Christian Bay Podcast. Let's pray. Father God, first and foremost, we want to thank you for blessing us with another day. We want to thank you for giving us authority, Father God, for revealing to us that we have authority that's assigned to us that we didn't even know about, Father God. Sometimes this world makes us forget that we're anointed. This world makes us forget that we are a part of royalty, Father God. But I ask that you give us a new mind, Father God. Renew our mind to align with your will, Father God. Allow our feet to only walk on the steps that you have ordered for us, Father God, so that we can boldly step into the role that you created for us. When we were in our mother's womb, Father God, allow us to get in the position of purpose, Father God, so that your promises can be released here in the physical realm, Father God. Allow us to constantly seek after you, Father God, and decrease our flesh and increase your spirit so that we're able to speak with power and authority like Jesus did, Father God. Allow us to not look at miracles as common, but look at miracles as something that we were created to make come to pass, Father God. We are not average. We are the daughters and the sons of a king, Father God. 
And we can only fully know the capacity that we have within us if we stay connected to you, if we stay connected to your word, if we stay aligned with your will, then we'll know all that you store within us, Father God. So today I pray for obedience. I pray for insight for for insight in your will, Father God. I pray for you to show us the plan that you had prepared for us before we were even born, Father God, and allow us to have the mind that aligns with your words, your will, and your way, Father God. Do not allow us to get distracted or swayed by the rules of religion or the rules and the opinions of this world, Father God, but allow us to only be moved by your voice, Father God. Allow us to only do things that you say, Father God, and allow us to walk in authority and a power because we are daughters and sons of the King, Father God. We thank you for allowing us to be in your presence. We thank you for the plans that you planned out for us before we even knew that we were royalty, Father God. We submit our will, our way, and our words to you, Father God. We love you and we will forever praise your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. I'll be back on Wednesday with another episode. Don't forget to follow me at the Christian Bay underscore. Love you guys. Bye.